Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Once upon a time, there was a gentleman who came and who came and one day he was talking to his disciples and he told them that, I mean, the guy was doing all kinds of amazing things, helping people, healing people. He was like, you can't, he's a powerful man. One day they wanted to kill you, just walk away. He, he walked on water. He spoke to the storms. Stop, quiet! And the storm stopped. And they were with him and they were wondering, what manner of man is this that even the winds obey him? <laughs> and so, so they, 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 they wondered. Well, I think it's Mark, Mark chapter 4, verse 40, 41, 42. They, they wondered. And they were walking this man. The winds obey him. Lepers were healed, cleansed. Death, uh, people were blind. He just touched their eyes, beat according to your faith, and they are healed. Some of them he made mud, put it on their eyes, they are healed. Some of them who have never walked f- for their life, 38 years, he just uh, take, get up, take your man. I mean, what kind of sick? The guy was doing all kinds. Demons saw him and screamed and left. They were hungry. He multi- multiplied bread, small, uh, five loaves. He fed 5,000. Give it to them. He prayed about it. They were eating fish. So now, if you have such a person working with you, would you want him to die? No, but even they can't kill him because the guy is too powerful. And then one day told them that the time has come for the. In fact, the, do you know when the, the time he told them the time the time has come for the Son of Man to be killed? He had just told them. He asked them, "Who do men say I am?" According to Revelation, that's kind of interesting point because. What people say about you can can spoil your testimony, you know. He said, who do men say? They said you are, uh, men say, some say you are Elijah. Some said you are one of the prophets. And it's okay, it's good. They are saying, okay, but you yourself, who do you say I am? That's more important. Don't let people define who your pastor is. You must know who your pastor is yourself. You must know who your leader is. (laughs) Sometimes you'll be walking around people who don't have a clue of how much your life is changing. And they'll be telling you about, oh, this pastor. But you know, you are a a clear evidence that my life has never been the same again. So let your testimony speak for you. Don't let people who don't know, and there may be people who are sitting here who have not really received the grace like the way you are receiving. Don't follow their testimony. So who do you say? And when Peter spoke, you are the son of... He said it takes the Spirit of God to discover who your man of God is. Ah, I feel like preaching. So, so it says that it says, and upon this rock, upon this rock, what rock? The revelation of the man of God sent into your life. That is what builds the church. Not your theological understanding and your gifts. He said, This is the bedrock. We build a church upon your revelation of your man of God. And that it's spiritually given, spiritually designed. Not intellectually assessed. Wow. So he said, upon this rock will I build my church. And any great ministry, big ministry doing amazing things, when you go there, the people, the congregation and the leaders, they, they handle the pastor like, like assistant God. Every great ministry. It just don't. And the assistants, so the immediate assistants, the assistant pastors, and everybody around the pastor. And you see, it has a way of bringing the honor. Most of people will say it's human worship. 
Honor, listen, honor is very close to worship. Really, he said, honor the Lord your God with all your substance. The only thing is, worship is ascribing deity and giving, uh, making an, the object like the, the ultimate. The Lord. Never stay in a church whose doctrines and whose teachings are contrary to scripture. It is a risk. <laughs> a risk to your destiny. Okay. So everything rises and falls based on the scripture. However, having said that, what I'm trying to say is that the way a man of God is honored in a church, that's what Jesus actually said, prophet is without honor. In a church, is, that's what determines the testimonies in the church and the growth of the church. Some of you are coming from churches where you join in butchering the pastor. And you have run and come here with that, that ability and that gift. <laughs> and our innocent brothers who are here receiving this suddenly begin to use power by must it be everything the pastor says must it be you see you are coming with that your spirit that your spirit that destroy churches if it was good it should have been good where you came from go back <laughs> hallelujah Wow. So it's very important. Any church or any church member of any church you see speaking negative about his pastor, please let there be a gap between you and them. Because something is about to strike. They are not, they are not under covering. The spiritual vultures will be landing around them. Hey. All this intimidation. You see, you think you're so intelligent. So you have an intellectual version of but your spirit is so dry. You're dry in the spirit, but you have an intellectual version of everything, we say. An intellectual version, where has it taken you? <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? That's the, that's the difficulty of teaching people. Who, they've eaten so much of the tree of the uh, fruit of the tree of good, of, uh, of the knowledge of good, the knowledge of whether good or bad. You've eaten it so much that you can't even see God. Wow. Most people will tell you that I've tried many religions, I've tried this, I'm doing research. They are the ones who are difficult to reach out to. Yeah. Anything you tell them, have you noticed that it's very difficult to preach to people who are theological? Yeah. They're not too much theology, so you can't preach. There are so many theological students who have missed the Holy Spirit. Because they, they, are, they, are, they relate to God with their mind, but their mind cannot find God. He relates with him. He said, your heart, give me your heart. It has never, it, your faith is, if, a, if you shall not doubt in your heart, if you shall believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. That is why it doesn't take education to be saved. important so well um where was i yes so he said upon this rock will i build my church a church where the pastor is not honored cannot grow most of you have not been taught to honor from whom so honor in our society honor is a very you people can't honor anybody they talk about the prime minister any as freedom, see, freedom of speech and expression. 
told you that it takes morality to have impact. Conviction. Conviction. Many Christians on our streets are not, con they don't have convictions about the things they believe in. They don't have convictions about the things they believe in. Church time, they, they walk gentle. They know they are going to be late, but they don't mind. No conviction, no, no drive. And some of you start to say, parents, you are training your children not to honor the things of God. You are training them. You are, they are, you are busy encouraging intellectuals. But when it comes to the things of God, they are desensitized. They, they, the things of God is secondary to them, I'm telling you. Secondary. So, well, when they can, they will do it. If they can do it, it's not really, you don't have to push too much. You At least you have to be successful in life. So, honor. Some of us, sadly, you, in your, even your house, you speak to your mother like your house girl. And it's, you have grown like that. It's, it's going to be difficult to change. You've grown like that. When your mom says, hey, hey, hey. so uh, your mom doesn't talk your matter. Am I not speaking the truth? Your mom doesn't say too much. Hey, this one can't say it though. Yeah. She's, when she's dealing with you, even if when you are wrong, she's like treading on eggshell. He said, no, it says that the, the dispensation of the grace that belongs to you have been given to me for you. It's in my hands. God, in his wisdom, he chose to, the grace that is supposed to come to you, he gave it to somebody, not for him, to be given to you. If you don't like, stay, go away from his life. You walk away from grace. And if you walk away from grace, it was, minus grace means what? Disgrace. And when you come to someone carrying grace, you just, listen, there may be holes in his jacket. Okay, but is the dollars and the pounds in the jacket that you are coming for. So don't use the look of the jacket to walk away from the dollars. The dollars is inside it. Your check is inside it. That contract, that contract or the will that has been missing and your mother, your father has been struggling to find the will that your great-grandfather who was a bottom billionaire owns islands. He did the will for you and some people have hijacked because they can't find the will. Someone has come. The will is in their pocket. But it's here. But you, instead of look constant, you ignore. His hair may be rough. Maybe his face, his mouth may not even be kept well. But you are identified. You know the thing is with him. And sometimes the way he talks is not nice. Hey, hey, hey. why are you standing by my door? Leave there. Hey, don't worry, because you after the, the documents in his pocket. <laughs> and unless you don't know he's got it, and and the unfortunate thing too, if he has it and you don't know he's got it, and you go and follow people who are looking for it somewhere else, you have lost because their own may be with somebody else. Maybe it's with the attorney or the lawyer. They know it. And so they, this man may not look like a lawyer. Their own is with the lawyer. But your own is not with the lawyer. It's with the gardener. And so you are treating your gardener because of the way they treat gardeners. But you should treat your gardener like they would treat their lawyer. Because it's not a personality. It's their function. It's their function. You are in a pastor's life, a pastor is in your life, not because of his looks or his upbringing, his background, but because of the grace he's carrying for you. He's a container of grace, he's bringing it to you, he's carrying the thing, no, he's, he's a courier man. Paul says that stewardship is given to me. I have the stewardship, it's there. 
We are stewards. And there's only one thing we dispense, grace, who is Christ. Now, but no church can grow above the honor given to the leader. No church can grow above the honor given to their leader. Have you, have you noticed, do you know the, the big, I think it's one of the, I think it should be the biggest church in the world. Not church auditorium, not church building, but largest following in the world. One church, the largest following in the world, and the oldest in the world, and they are still very strong, and I think the wealthiest. Uh, have you seen the way Catholics treat the Pope? Yeah. Hey. The way they treat the Pope, when the Pope comes, hey, if he lifts his hands, Sante de Sante. <laughs> That is why the Catholic Church cannot come down. Because the leader is giving unreserved honor. The honor you like is sitting near God. And even in some traditions, some of the Catholics who are not well enlightened, they actually honor the Pope just the way they honor God. Okay. That's why the Catholic Church can't come down. Unless they begin to dishonor the Pope, then they begin to but as long as they honor, this honor thing. So, you know, your house has not done you good. Though. The way the system didn't allow your father to drill discipline to learn how to respect and honor into you. You, you, don't, you don't even know how to, hey, it's his fault. My father is his fault. You should apologize first. I don't care about it. It's my father's fault. That's why your, your, your life is faulty. <laughs> Your life looks like a big fault, one big fault. Honor. When you honor a man in the house, the house cannot cave in. Even if he's a stupid man. I'm telling you, no. You try honoring a stupid man and see. He will be changing to become wiser and wiser. The house stays in order. Every woman wants to be very powerful. So we have misplaced the priorities. Misplaced, mis, misunderstood, and have a wrong interpretation of what it means to be an, an, an empowered woman. You are so powerful by your way. Look at your children. Look at your house. Let it determine how the, a strong woman builds a strong house. Strong house. And when, when her husband is speaking, you know that there's a strong woman behind her, him. That's a strong woman. A strong woman is noticed, can be, can be, you can discover a strong woman by the kind of men she has raised, not the men she has pulled down. The Bible says in Proverbs that a wise woman builds a house, but a foolish one will tear it down. I didn't say that about a man. The success of a house largely depends, largely depends on the woman. Hello? Largely depends on the woman. So you young men, don't choose on the based on the exterior. Therefore, for is nothing matter. The breast. Oh, the breast. The breast and the hips, you know. And the look, the shape of the bum. It doesn't take you anywhere. 
It gives you, listen, it gives you false hopes. False hopes. You think that every day you'll be a very sexually happy man, but it doesn't, it's not true. It's not true because no one woman can fully satisfy a man's sexual need. So then why would you choose a woman based just on her sexual appeal? It's just an appeal. It never brings satisfaction. No man can satisfy a man's sexual need. That's why the women get, the women get frustrated. The man likes it too much. He's too powerful. He's too hungry. No, no, I'm not, I'm not ready for I'm tired. There are too many important things on women's mind at home. There are a lot of important things on women's mind at home. So the last thing they are thinking about is feeding your sexual desires. But you're also thinking, that's why I married you. Ah, she's thinking, but I married you so we can build a house. Never, never train a child to dishonor people who are older than them. You are destroying the child's future. Never. Even if it doesn't affect them professionally or in career, it will affect them spiritually. But the spiritual order cannot be circumvented. The spiritual order is honor the man, receive what God gave to him, to you, through him. You won't call your father because you are loggerheads with him because he didn't come for your graduation. Drop it. He's in the wrong, but drop it. Honor your mother this day, Father's Day. It's just right for you to pick a call or buy a card or something. If you can't afford a card, a, a text. I appreciate you, at least. Even if you don't appreciate the person, find some nice thing you can. When people die, when people die, the eulogy, you have to say something nice. And the, the, every human being has something good you can say about them. But the reason why you say I don't have anything good to say is because you intentionally, it's, it's called willful blindness. You intentionally blinded your mind on the, all the good things that people do. And it even makes them worse. So when you live with a person and you choose not to acknowledge the good things they do, they end up becoming worse to you, but nicer to other people. So find something good. Honor people. He says that honor people, honor all men. That's what the Bible says, honor men. And then he says that, and let the, the um, elders in church be worthy of double honor. I, can't, I, I couldn't have naturally fathered you. But what I carry is stronger than what any... Uh, Bishop Doug said this, and I agree with him so much, it's true. What I'm doing, there's no way my father could have given it to me. Right. 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 Thank God for Reverend Ampiakofi. My natural father couldn't have trained me this way. He, could, he didn't have it. He didn't have it. What has, what has launched me into my destiny didn't come from my... My father couldn't give it to me. He could, not that it's bad. He didn't have it. So I can't under, underestimate my spiritual fathers. God gave it to me through them. And he brought me on earth through him. But he gave my assignment, fulfillment of my assignment through others. Any house you go, if you want to marry somebody, and you go to his house, and the children in the house, or the siblings, everyone is insulting everybody. Hey, kid, kid, mommy is talking, there's no, I think you should think about it very carefully. <laughs> Listen, do not marry anybody whose house you have not visited. 
can I use this word? It's strong, but you are very stupid. Because you are bringing a version of your house into your house. At least go and check what you are trying to bring. Go and look at their house. Visit them every now and then. Visit them. Sit down. Eat some of the food. Don't eat everything, just a little. Watch around. Sister, go to his house. Go to his house because his house is going to be your future house. The way his, his father speaks is the way he'll be speaking very soon. The way the children are reckless in the house. When visitors come, they are pulling their hair. And they say, hey, hey, George, Tony. And the mother is laughing. Oh, don't worry. That's why Johnny is a small boy. Ah, the house doesn't have honor. Hey! Someone learning something. Some of you are so desperate to catch a partner. And you don't, you don't have intentions to investigate their background. The background is more important. When you marry a person, you are marrying the background, though. It's not the person. Not the be- because I'm a product. See, don't you notice my accent? My accent has a lot to do with my background. I'm telling you. It has a lot to The way I talk, the way I reason, has a lot to do. If you look at my brother very carefully, and you look at me, even though we are very different spiritual things, and you will see some traces of similarities. Not, not looks. But our, be, our talk, and th- you will notice that we have been raised by the same family. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Anyone you are married, you have gone for their relatives. Yeah. If they are ninja, ni- uh, mafia people in the house, yeah. you have married a mafia. Yeah. Unless, of course, sometimes they stay in church so much, and you can tell that they are completely refined, transformed, opposite to where they are coming from. Even though still... The, the genetic composition is still there. So you see how, how absurd, how pediatric it is to choose a married partner based on the look. Because we all grow old. It, it, you can attract a man with your wig. But when you get home, he will know it's a wig. <laughs> he will know his wig. When you are going to the bathroom, you know his wig. That day you are very happy with each other. And you remove it. And then suddenly he begins to go down. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But he won't tell you. But he goes soft now because. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. But I, I get you what I'm saying. Yes. But have you noticed that from the age of eight, most young girls in our society are trained to just think about physical appeal. Yes. By 14 years old, when 16, 14, 16, when she steps in town, she's trying to display her ties, her bum. And when, when she passes by a car, parked car, she's just, she, they always keep going like this in the car. In, by the car, the mirrors. Some of you have been doing just when you are doing it. <laughs> so when you are walking, you see parked cars, you are happy because you can look inside and see yourself again. That's why I meant yesterday by you just cannot leave mirror alone. 
I saw that. You want to win a man. It's not your character. Meanwhile, you know, you don't know how to keep relationships because of your stinking behavior and attitude. You can flip anytime. Once you are angry, you are angry. And then you say irresponsible things like, as for me, as for me. And that is, you don't, you don't focus on that. And you are making vow. I know God will bless me with a husband. I know God will bless me with a wife. Your character, even some of us can't vouch for you. Even though we are praying, laying hands for God to bless you, we know that we really can vouch for you. So it makes our prayers funny. I'm praying for you, Lord. Give, give him a wife. Give him a wife. Give her. But I'm praying, hey, Lord, this one. <laughs> if God asks me, should I give her your brother? I will say, God, please wait. So the, the honor thing is so important. Some of you haven't realized and what breaks my heart is some of us don't have a working knowledge on how to honor. It's like you flip easily. And I've been working with some people and I look at them, some, especially some sisters. I look at them and I'm just hoping they will change. I work with a lot of people, and most people don't know what I'm looking out for. I'm looking at a lot of character. So it's not, I know, it's not everyone I talk to the same way. The people whose destinies I can see have greater destiny, I'm more keen, I tend to be more stern. But when I realize that you are not really ready and it's going to bring a backlash, I redraw a little bit and treat you like others. Some are so arrogant, you can't tell them anything. Arrogant. It's, it's, it, they are good people. You see, that's why, don't get it. Good people, well-intentioned, but are very arrogant. So under a bit of pressure, the arrogance will begin to display. Arrogance. And that's your actual you. That's your actual Some of us do not have a clue. Don't know how to honor people. How to say, hello, be pleasant. A man can receive nothing except it be given to him from above. You can be cleaning the toilets, the ladies' toilets, assigned to ladies' toilets for seven months, one year, and yet your husband will come to the church and for some reason he notes that there's someone in the ladies' toilets. Wow. So it's, it's, it's important. Character. 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 Honor. I'm talking about honor. A lot of people, a lot of people do not know how to honor. And they don't even know. So some of them, they are desperate to marry. But they can't marry. Your husband doesn't come to church as often as you do. But I've never seen once your husband, you being, you dishonoring your husband. And so three children, good, peaceful in their marriage. And yet, people who think they have beautiful appeal, stronger than you, they don't know how to handle a man. You are, if you are caught in with a woman, and she's throwing tantrums right from the gutter, advise yourself. What is it? And she can't, you can tell, she can't respect. It's, listen, she's giving you enough warning sign, warning shot. Pow! 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
the next time it will be you. He'll blow your head off. <laughs> it's true. It's serious. Honor. Honor is a big thing. Last week I said, don't marry a man you can't honor. Don't marry a man you can't respect. Many of you know it's hard to change. The way some of you eat. You are waiting for the doctor to say the next time you put peanuts in your mouth, you are going to collapse before you stop. But I think you should. Let's talk about honor. So honor, you. Honor, say honor. Honor. It's very important. I'm t what I'm talking about is the key for greatness. Amen. Honor. No church can grow above the honor they give to their pastor. You can never rise above the honor you give to those ahead of you. You can't rise above the honor. You can't. Even in secular politics. You go say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy, MP. And they won't promote you in their party. They won't promote They are key makers in the party. When you honor them, when they say, okay, this time, this time, no, no, none of us is standing for this, is voting for this item. You said that my, my position is the other way. But once the party chairman has said it, we all, we have to go party chairman. And the party chairman, you are the one he promotes quickly. Mm -hmm. Because it feels like you are there to actually honor him for what he's doing. Even human levels. Disrespectful demons don't get promotion by the, by the devil. Even Satan will not promote a disrespectful demon. <laughs> <laughs> Even Satan will not promote a disrespect, dishonorable demon, a disrespectful demon. <laughs> and some of you too, your, the history of your church life, you have picked all kinds of negative habits of dishonoring pastors, dishonoring church leaders. Negative habits. It will be it will take a long time for you to see the blessings fully that the house carries. So as you are changing, it's creating, it's like when a woman is about to give birth, dilation, said two um, centimeters, then the bigger, the bigger is the easier the, you can tell the child. So some of you, you were closed, you are not dilated at all when you arrived here. When it comes to honor, you are closed. Are close, but through these teachings, you are beginning to dilate two centimeters, three centimeters, seven centimeters. Very soon, someone will be ten centimeters, and baby is coming out. Shout hallelujah! We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at carries.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Carries Ministries. Stay blessed.